Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. First, I want to take the time to get off my camera and get in my notes. Um, come on. I want to take the time to honor Pastor Michael and Lisa for showing us the way, for being leaders, for pulling the gold out of, out of us here at Awaken East Campus. I wouldn't be up here if it wasn't for you guys trusting me with the microphone and actually speaking into my life. So I thank you guys. And I want to honor, I want to honor my beautiful wife. Please, please, please do not record the whole time or else the security team will come by, confiscate the phone and tell you that there is no recording in this service. So put that down shortly here. But um, yeah, we're talking about kingdom contractors. I'm going to jump into some scripture real quick. It's Matthew 7, 24 to 29. It was the wise and the foolish builders. Therefore, ev therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice like a wise man who builds his house on the rock, the rain came, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them to practice is like a foolish man who builds his house on the sand. The winds came, the streams rose, and the winds blew against the house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of law. So I love that verse because I didn't graduate high school. Remember being in class, I don't know if it was just, just me, but I used to prepare to when the teacher might call on me to read, so I have the, 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 the reading down. Like, I'd be like, okay, if she calls on him, it could be me, so I should be right here, not even listening to the story. But I picked that verse because it kind of repeats itself, so it's pretty simple. Um, and it goes with kingdom building. But uh, it's such a powerful principle as well. I'm gonna take a second and just pray real quick. Father, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for what you're going to do. I thank you for the hearts that would be turned tonight, Lord God, to you. I thank you that your spirit is here and it would speak through me, Father God, that there would be clarity in Jesus' name. Amen. So I've been in construction for 19 years. I started uh, just directly into the trade um, with my uncle. I was never like a laborer. I just jumped in. And he started training me from basically the ground up. Um, and one thing I love doing is building additions, ADUs, things like that. And I love it when I already get it and the plans are stamped and approved. It's just like, let's go. So I take them home and the pressure's on me because they're, they're already ready to go. But I have to go through the plans 
I have to identify what this is going to look like. I have to hover over them night after night as they're, come on, where's the bid at? Where, where, when are we going to get started? But I have to study these plans. I have to see and mark out where each anchor is going to go in the foundation, where things are going to go into the foundation. Some anchors get poured around the perimeter. Some anchors are specific for a spot before they form up the, the form boards, and you got to place those anchors. Some anchors, you need a special inspector when they come out and they check out the job, and they actually want to see you dowel in epoxy. There's like a two-part epoxy that, that, that you have to actually squeeze into the hole, make sure that that anchor is, is solid and it's going to attach. And that's usually when you're attaching to an existing house. That's when you're attaching something to that's existing, um, and, but you're attaching a new foundation to it. There's also times where you have to drill um, in, in, the, in the, uh, the seals of the house, and the inspector sits there and watches you uh, you could already have them drilled out, but he has to watch you with a, with a hose and a compressor and blow the dust out, put the all thread in, and then, or put the epoxy in, and then put the all thread in, and then you move on. And he's there the whole day um, watching you do that. And it's just to reinforce foundation, make sure you're doing things right. So the title of my message is Identifying the Anchor. And this is actually a job that I did. Right here, it is a little ADU, and all those, all those marks around there are roughly where anchors, anchors go. Anchors that have a little swivel at the bottom, the, an all-thread anchor is something that's retrofitted uh, into something. What we need to do is we need to establish the anchors that we have in our lives. It's one thing to trust God, but it's another thing to be tested when those anchors, when there's something coming against us in our foundation and on the walls that we have built. We need to establish the anchors. We all have foundations. We all have walls that we built, some good, some bad. We've all have built walls for our family that are actually good, where we're expanding our territory, we're expanding the foundation of our life, but we've also have put anchors, retrofitted anchors that were not part of our generation. So the, the anchors that are in the foundation already, some of those are already generational anchors that we have, that we have no, there's nothing that we could really do about that. They just came with our foundation. But then there's anchors where we retrofit ourselves, and we gotta know if we have the Holy Spirit inspecting those anchors when we put them in. If the Holy Spirit is watching us put these anchors in, and is it going to stand? Is it, a, is it a good anchor or is it a bad anchor? See, when people talk about knocking down walls, my head, if we're at prayer and we're like, we're knocking down walls, we're knocking down walls, I'm thinking the hardest thing to do is, is remove the anchor. Like, you can knock down a wall all day long. The most important part of a job is a clean job site. Like, you could knock down a wall and have all this demo and, and trip over these anchors. And it's tripping you up throughout your, your physical, like in, your, in my job site, but it's, they're also tripping us up in our spiritual walk with God. They're tripping us up in our walk, how we're operating in our lives. What anchors do we have? Are they anchors of insecurity? 
Did we, knock down, did we think that we knocked down that wall, but we didn't grind the anchor to the foundation? The thing with that is just we can't always rebuild the foundation. Like I said, there has to be a special inspector, which is the Holy Spirit, to see what you're drilling into. We can't constantly, I'm going to rebuild the foundation. I'm going to rebuild the foundation. There's a foundation that came from uh, in my generation that, that I'm just attached to. Um, but those, some of those walls had to get broken down. There's walls of insecurity. There's walls of anger that I've had. There's walls of, uh, you name it, um, being up here public speaking. I was terrified until I met my wife. And when I met her, I was more terrified. And we came to this church and <laughs> she's like, I'm all in. And she's like an extrovert. And I'm like, but I like sitting back there. And she's like, no, 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 well, let's go down here. Let's sit closer to the front. So I honor her for, I wouldn't be up here without her. But, but God is constantly developing us. He's constantly hovering over our foundation, looking at us. He's constantly looking at the walls that we're building. He's constantly looking at, do we have a, a, a room of where we go to church every Sunday? He's looking at, do we have a room where I'm a good husband? He's looking at, do we have a room where you pray? He's, there's these walls that we build that are good, but then there's also ones that would tear us apart. Um, another scripture, Genesis 1. In the beginning, God, was, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Why was God hovering over the waters? Why did they pick that God was hovering over the waters? That's because you could see your reflection when you look in the waters. So while God was hovering over the waters, he was seeing the goodness that he is. He was seeing that he is the light. After that, he spoke light, but he, he hovered over the water so he could see his reflection. The beautiful thing I love about you could walk into like an art gallery or a lot of commercial buildings and what they'll do is they'll polish the concrete. They'll polish it. You, in, in my head, Coral's like, nobody's gonna get this. Nobody even does that. But I look at where anchors used to be grounded off. I look at, oh, there used to be a wall right here, but now it's, it's not there anymore. You look at the cracks in the concrete. Sometimes, uh, even in this building, this whole foundation isn't new. Uh, when we came in here for men's prayer, we always, like when we snuck in here sometimes, hopefully no, no officials in here, um, there would be holes where we had to buff up the concrete. We had to let it, uh, we had to beef it up to be able to hold a second story. And then you had to epoxy in there or maybe just lay a mat, but so you could strengthen the foundation again. I got a picture of our foyer out here. Did it already go up? So here's our foyer. Here's, this was that Tuesday morning prayer, mighty man of God right here, David Macon. So this is a picture of, this is a new foundation. You can see the cracks and everything, but what you see is not a shadow. You see his reflection. Can God see his reflection on your foundation? Can God see what you have built and see his image reflecting. See, we're all created in the image of God, so technically 
That is the image of God right there in that foundation. But what does our spiritual foundation look like? See, when I mentioned that I was 19 years old, or I started construction 19 years ago, I was actually 19 years old. And I was doing the math. I was like, ooh, 19 and 19, that means, oh, I'm 38, okay. Okay, I was getting too, too crazy, but I was, I was 19 years old when I started construction, and that was 19 years ago. In November 9th, 2003, the exact day today, November 9th, my mom passed away. And uh, it was interesting that Pastor Michael asked me to, to speak tonight um, on the exact day that my mom passed away. It was a Sunday. Um, and before that, before the day that she passed away, I was using crystal meth here in El Cajon. I was coming into this Vons while some of you guys were shopping and I was shoplifting. I was doing, that's a running joke. I'll never hear the end of it. But, but that's, what, that's what I was doing. Um, and then a shift happened on 2nd Street. We lived up here in Winter Gardens and, and driving by one day, within a week I was into construction. I was driving my mom's truck and a shift happened. I had to either go, I could petty myself and, and be addicted to drugs, go that way, or I could do something with my life and have a vision for my life. So once I started, once I started coming to this church, I was able, able to identify the walls that were holding me back, unqualifying me. I was able to identify what needed to, to get broken down and cut off. And, and even though you cut it off, it could still be beautiful. It's part of your past. It's like scars, you know, they're, they're never going to go away. Our foundation um, is something that, that is a testimony for us. But we have to let the Holy Spirit in to identify those. Nine years after my mom passed away, I met my wife. And she had, she had a daughter, and I had a daughter. My daughter was six years old. Her daughter was fresh out the oven. So I was like, I know how to love kids. I love my own. We had our own apartment. It was just me and her. So I was like, I know that my charisma and I could love kids. I could, I love people. But once we got married, and I wish that the world would love kids more. I wish that California would love kids more. I wish that Disney would love kids more. That's not in my notes, but that's for the world to hear. I wish that they would have a heart for our kids. But my anchors were tested in 2017. My anchors were could they withstand the winds that came when I had the hardest year in my marriage? Would my house blow down because my charisma didn't work anymore? My charm didn't work for my wife. When she moved out, the winds, the rain, which were my tears, that didn't even work. But my character, once charisma's gone, I talk about this in DNA, once your charisma's gone, character's left. What character do you have, what characters have you built in your new foundation? Has God, can God reflect on your foundation? But another, another test that came, another test that came was 
that needed to come, and it took about 10 years for us to, to come to this point to where we we're going to have this conversation. And it was, a, it was a test with my daughter Tatum. It was a test where we had to have a conversation and sit her down and let her know that mom had a relationship before she met dad. It was a test where we had to let her know that I'm not, we don't have, share the same DNA on this earth, but we share the same DNA through Christ. But it was a test where I had to reflect and I knew that the Holy Spirit had been watching me. What, what was I, have I been a good father? Have I been speaking life into her? Have I been lifting her up like Will said? Have I been, you know, championing her? That was all tested tonight that we sat down and told her those things. When we sat down and, and, and explained that I actually chose her, that she wasn't in my original foundation, that I actually retrofitted her into my, my foundation. And, and I retrofitted her into the foundation. Holy Spirit was the inspector. He inspected it. He inspected it for 10 years. When we told her, she didn't get shaky. She didn't, she didn't shake. She might have been shocked, but the walls that have, we have trained her up to be in the house of the Lord, she didn't get shaky. The winds didn't blow her over. She didn't get confused. She knows who she is in Christ, and she knows that she's my daughter. She's right there. And the, the amazing thing about it is I was like, she's retrofitted. That, I don't like the sound of that. I was just thinking about it this week. I'm like, what does this mean? What does this mean, God? What are you saying? How do I explain this? And he said, when you and your wife married, you became one. Your foundation was re-poured from your past. You, have, you guys have a foundation that you're building and growing and expanding daily. See, my old foundation, there's some stuff, generational stuff that I went through. There's addiction in, 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 my, in my old foundation, but God said that she's not retrofitted. She's actually planted. She's actually sunk in just like you, just like your wife, just like your brother, just like her sister. You guys have, I have poured a new foundation for you and it's retrofitted into the old one. I think that was it for my notes. I kind of walked away on that one. I don't need it, but um, can God see your foundation? Can God see his reflection in your foundation? The walls that you broke down, have you, they say, let's get to the root of it. Let's get to the anchor of it. Is it a shaky anchor? Is it an anchor that keeps on tripping you up? And if it is, let's deal with that tonight. The way that, that we deal with, with these things is like a picture at David at men's prayer. Another way to deal with it is like connect group. It was, it was nine years ago that we were in that connect group because my wife was pregnant with Tegan and he's eight and I know that he had to cook for a little bit. But uh, everything has been, if you know me like Frankie Sanchez and a lot of you do, 
everything has been nine and my mom passed away November 9th. I met my wife March 9th. The other day I just figured out that we met exactly nine years uh, after my mom passed away. We have a million anniversaries and they're all on the ninth. I can't even keep up with the anniversaries. I don't know where I'm going with that, but Tonight is a night for you to clean the foundation. Tonight is a night for you to identify what has been holding you back, what has kept your house shaky, what has kept your walk shaky, the things that keep on tripping you up. Let's get to a place where we start going to men's prayer. Let's get to a place where we start going to women's prayer. Let's get to a place where God could hover over our lives and these walls, these prosperous walls could be built. Let's start stepping out in faith, launching out into the deep. So if that's you tonight, the first step would be salvation. The first step would be, I want to give my life to Christ. I want God welcomed over my foundation. I want God to be the architect of my foundation. So if that's you tonight, if you could just raise your hand, if you want to accept Christ into your life, if you want to renovate your foundation, if you want the Holy Spirit to go and clean up the foundation, if that's you tonight, to invite Christ into your heart, just lift up your hand. Thank you. If you have, if there's anything that, that's been holding you back, whether it's anxiety, thank you. Restoration in a marriage, You know, there's, there's the whole abortion thing. You know, I've never never thought that I would have to adopt my daughter. She's my daughter, she's all I know. I'm all she knows. There's, there's no other man besides me. But if you even have that on your heart, where we're in a time where the, us as a church has to step up and start doing some things like that. We have to start putting our, our hand to to the hard work and, and start reaching out to, to those kids too. But if that's, if that's you, if you ever thought about maybe adopting, slip up your hand. If you ever thought about, about that, thank you, thank you, thank you. So we wanna invite the ministry team up tonight. But for those who have raised their hand for to accept Christ in your life, I just wanna walk you through a prayer real quick. That's like when, when Jesus jumped into Simon Peter's boat, talked about this a couple weeks ago, and he taught. Then after he was done, he's like, okay, now push me out into the deep. Now launch out to the deep for a catch. But the first thing is salvation. You have to be there right here at the shoreline. So I just wanna lead you guys through a prayer. So if you guys could repeat after me, Heavenly Father, I thank you that you sent your son to die for me, for me to have everlasting life, for me to speak the goodness of you. I welcome you into my heart. I let you see my foundation. I let you send your Holy Spirit to clean it up. In Jesus' name, amen.
But if, if that was you, we actually want to pray with you, pray with you, not just be like a Facebook person and say, I'm praying for you. We're going to have the ministry team down here. And if anything resonated with you, if there's any walls, anything that's been holding you back, restoration in your marriage, uh, just a new belief, something to not feel disqualified, we want to come down here and pray with you. But I'm going to pray real quick before we uh, release the ministry team. So, Father, I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for tonight. I thank you for mine and Will's testimony, Lord God, that it spoke to some people, Father God. I thank you for what you are going to do from here on out, Lord God. I thank you for the salvations that took place tonight and that they would, that they would not continue to stay at the shoreline, but they would launch out to the deep for a catch, Lord. I thank you that we would be prosperous in this life, that we would be mighty men and women to speak your word, that we wouldn't just live for salvation, but we would live for the assignments and the callings that you have called us for. I thank you, Lord God, for what you're gonna do and for the testimonies that's gonna come out of this church in East Campus. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen. For more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.